When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. A podcast about all things spiritual, mystical, witchy, and woo-woo, designed for the modern babe. Each week, we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern-day modalities. This podcast is for the dreamers, visionaries, changemakers, and risk-takers. Life's too short to be boring, so be prepared for fresh opinions, taboo topics, and unfiltered conversations. We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Aaron Munoz, guide you through the universe. Hey, Aaron, how are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's Monday, the 21st of December, so it's winter solstice, and in case you've been living under a rock, it's also the um, grand conjunction of um, Saturn and Jupiter. So there's a lot of cosmic energy happening. Some people are calling it like um, the biggest cosmic occurrence in like 400 like, years. Yeah, like in our lifetimes, this yeah. is supposed to be the most powerful energy, the starting of a different world. Yeah. The age of Aquarius. Um, and then also just kind of like viewing it, like even separate from a, like, you know, astrological forecast, it's supposed to be kind of like, some people are calling it the Bethlehem star. Some people call it the Christmas star. Um, so basically the planets are aligning and making a very bright looking star. I'm not really sure. I haven't looked into if you can see it with the naked eye or not. I don't know. Yeah. But, but that would be, I mean, you I know you think, can for sure with a telescope. People have been saying, but I don't know. I think if they call it the Bethlehem star, then it's probably people can, can see, see it. it. Yeah. yeah. But I have no idea. I need to Google it because I think tonight is when it like fully, mm-hmm. I don't know, lines up or whatever. So yeah. lots of fun stuff going on. 
if you listened to our episode last week, we talked about um, some kind of different things that you can do as far as like solstice jars or rituals and things like that that are, you know, aligning energetically with what's going on. So make sure to check that out. Levi and I will be going out on one of his breaks today and walking our um, <clears throat> our property and land to collect stuff, to make our little solstice jars. And I have some big goals and intentions that I'm setting for 2021. So basically you want to set these goals to come to fruition in the next six months. So from winter solstice to summer solstice. So... Yeah, I think we're going to do the same thing. We'll go for a little walk this afternoon and and pick our stuff so we can put our jars together tonight. Yeah, it's going to be a nice day too here. Um it's not it's already like 44. I think it's going to be in the upper 50s and then like 60s tomorrow, yeah. right? Or today 60. Oh, really? Tomorrow oh. will be 60s too, but I think it's supposed to be really windy because oh. Jacob wants to go fishing today. That's how oh. I know. So <laughs> it's going to be too windy tomorrow go. apparently. Gotcha. Well, good. Yeah. So, how was your weekend? It was good. I hung out with you and <laughs> Levi and Laura and Justin, of course, and we had our Gypsy Bev um, company, quote unquote, <laughs> company Christmas party. So the six it of was us. fun. Yeah. And obviously we had all kinds of things to celebrate too. It was like just lots of things have been happening and Justin, it was his birthday well, and we were making at midnight, up for... it became his birthday and yeah. it was Laura's birthday a few weeks ago and the guys have all gotten new jobs and promotions. That's so funny. I all know. three of them yeah. have new jobs now. Yeah. So it was just kind of a fun little like get together. We jokingly called it the company Christmas party, <laughs> AKA the six of us. So yeah, um, it was really fun. I was hungover yesterday morning. So that was a little, maybe it was like, I was actually really tired though, leading up to that. I hadn't been sleeping because of all of the energy going on the last week or so. Um, so I think it all like culminated and I ended up, I had some dairy, which dairy always makes me, even if I don't drink, it makes me feel hungover the Mm -hmm. next day. So it was just kind of like a perfect storm and, um, ended up actually being a really good day though. So it was just relaxing and did some chores and laundry and read some books and it was good so yeah yeah well this week we um are gonna do something kind of fun that everyone um kind of knows about or probably at least has you know heard about Mm -hmm. we are going to be talking about all different kinds of signs and communication from the universe so angel numbers repeating numbers numerology um animal guides all sorts of fun stuff. So it's kind of like the mystical way that your higher self, your angels and guides, the universe speaks to you. So um, we're kind of going to go into a few different things, but what I thought we could start out first um, would be when people, you know, when I first started out, people would say like, oh, I got a sign from the universe. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Like, I, I have no idea what that is. Um, and where'd you get one? Yeah. <laughs> how do I get one? Um, and the the thing about signs from the universe is it's not maybe something that's always black and white to you if you're like new to it or, you know, you could be looking for something that's a lot more kind of... Um, like obvious? Yeah. In your face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the universe doesn't speak in those terms. It it speaks in energy and, you know, easy ways for it to show up in your life. The universe is always looking for the easiest way to show up in your life. And so... um, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like we want that obvious, like, literally, here you go, I'm going to drop it on your doorstep. And we don't 
obviously always get that, but sometimes you can. Well, I think like when you, I think that sometimes it's just taking that filter away that like something as simple as like repeating numbers on like a clock or a license plate. It's very obvious if you know that it's a sign, but like sometimes it's hard. I mean, literally like Erin opening her salon, she found like two giant crystals, like out literally on her front porch of the store (laughs) or the salon. Yeah. Right next to the door. Yeah. So, um, but I do think that once you start to look for them, you see them more, um, because you've kind of removed that filter of like, you know, your brain takes in so much information that it has to kind of like filter out stuff that it's not sure if you need it Yeah. because otherwise you wouldn't be able to function. You get so much information. And so when you can kind of tell your brain like, Hey, actually I do want to see these Uh kind of like little things. You open yourself up to it. Yeah. And later on we'll talk about actually what the scientific term is for it's that's not just woo woo there's actually something called the reticular activating um system and so we'll touch on that in just a little bit but um i wanted to kind of put it out there that you th- if you think that you're not getting signs you definitely are you're just not seeing them it's like yeah. when you drive by something every day and you don't notice it and then somebody tells you and you're like how the hell did I miss that they're like <laughs> you know painted that building on the street and I didn't notice or whatever uh-huh. so um or like when you buy a car yeah. and then you're like what the hell everybody I in my like there's 10 people in my town that have the same car as me and I yeah. was the only one before and it's like no you yeah. weren't the only one but right. now you're just so much more aware and you look for that specific car so. exactly yep um and that can even happen um you know with with the signs of the universe so for instance like the way that I feel that I'm communicated most through from the universe is repeating numbers or angel numbers is what some people call them. And also, um, animals, animal guides, things of that nature. So do you have a a certain way that you feel like you're, I definitely think that numbers are a thing for Mm me. Um, when I was a little girl, I decided, I don't really know why. Um, but I decided that 11 was my lucky number Yeah. because one of my friends was like, what's your lucky number? And I was like, what do you mean? And she, and she was like, you have to have a number that's lucky for you. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, mine's 11. (laughs) Yeah, but you can do that. That's totally fine. And it's, it's funny because it really has like, and probably because me said like saying that and making that the intention, Mm -hmm. I obviously like when 11 comes up or, you know, whatever, it stands out to me. But it has been, like, one of those significant numbers in my life, and it's just really funny. Um, yeah, mine is 8 and um, 44, which ends oh. up, if you add 4, it's 8. So uh-huh. both of those are um, definitely my lucky numbers. A number of abundance and yeah. power. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, I don't remember exactly why mine is 8 either. I'm not really sure. Right. But it's been that way for as long as I can, I don't know, as long as I can remember. Yeah, so yeah. Funny. Um, that's funny because eight's my second lucky number. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. And I mean, I think everyone's is different. Like I think Levi's lucky number is like three or something. Uh-huh. I don't even remember, but so it doesn't matter what your number is. It can be, um, it can be a, you know, fun, fun thing for you. And something before I forget, I wanted to, we're going to go over angel numbers and, you know, repeating numbers here in just a second. But I know that like a lot of people associate like sixes as a like demonic yeah Mm -hmm. and actually um 
the reason that people, culture has just tied it to um, demonic or the devil, like 666, it's actually because um, in, you know, pagan and even, you know, more recently, like Wiccan cultures and religions, Mm -hmm. 666 is actually um, a heart, like six is a harmony number. It's like perfect harmony. It balances each other. It's, you know, like this, you can go look it up and we were just talking about maybe doing another like kind of numerology or even like sacred sacred geometry. It's a very sacred special number. So just go ahead and wipe that out. Like that's yeah. not a negative number. I looked into it because I was when I first started kind of getting into this, I would see sixes and kind of be like, oh, that seems like terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the only thing that you may see is if a six 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 or multiple sixes shows up. It could just be telling you like, hey, something's out of harmony. Like try to figure out what you can balance to like put yourself back into that like Mm -hmm. equilibrium. So I just wanted to point that out because I don't believe in like negative signs, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think that even if people want to like put a negative connotation on something, Mm -hmm. like, okay, a number, all of the numbers they just like they exist yeah and they came from the universe or you know the same place that everything literally everything else came from and like why would one number be bad and all of the other numbers wouldn't be bad yeah we don't teach or, our, we don't teach kids to go one two three four five seven eight nine and two. Like, say, yes <laughs> yeah. exactly so it's 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 funny how i mean obviously like western culture and religion and you know all those things have kind of turned things that were intended to be good and that were created as good things i mean even like if you want to get into religious thing like lucifer was the most like one of the most adored angels right yeah. like he was wonderful and like one of the favorites and all of these things and yeah and then it's like so anything can go bad or be turned into something negative yeah but that's true that's not ever the intention because everything came from like a creative all loving all loving place. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um well one thing I want to touch on before we go in there um is I have that you know I have a lot of people that like I do take them as I say signs just because that's a kind of universal term, but I take them more as like the universe communicating with me versus confirmation of something that I want to do. So for example, when I kind of first started out like flamingos are just like a special like I don't I just like them as an animal I think they're cool and I used those a lot as kind of a um like a a sign from the universe and I'd say you know show me a a flamingo if I'm you know meant to take this job or like universe I want to see a flamingo if you know um whatever, if I should make this leap or, you know, just looking for confirmation, like, is this course the right one for me? Should I do this? Should I do that? Um, and I used to sometimes get it and sometimes I wouldn't. And, you know, they can kind of pop up in every, it doesn't mean that I have to actually see a physical flamingo like on the road. (laughs) Like maybe I see one of those plastic flamingos in somebody's yard or, I have like a shirt that has a flamingo on it or like, you know, I see a flamingo on TV, whatever that is. They don't have to always come in the actual like form that you think they will. But I have, and I I think maybe I've talked about this. I don't remember. It might've been on my stories, but 
I take that as if I'm looking for a sign to confirm something and I can tell that I'm like bummed that it hasn't like shown. Like you're hoping for it. Yeah, yeah. Like for instance, let's just say like universe, show me a flamingo if I'm supposed to take this job and I don't see the flamingo and I'm bummed that I haven't seen it. Like obviously that's, that's what you want. Yeah. That's what I want. That's, I already know. I don't need that confirmation. Like it's just something that we decide that we can kind of like give power to something outside mm-hmm. of ourselves when everything we need is already in us. We're just not ready to kind of like right. take that leap, make that jump, choose that decision. You or know, you like, just need something. I mean, so in a way it still is a, a way for you to like find your truth, but yeah, it, just, it just brings it out of you subconsciously instead of, yeah, it would be better if I would know. Yeah. If I would just want to step into my power, which I think is definitely something I'm always like, working on and making sure like pushing, staying confident, like making powerful decisions because I want to is enough of a decision. Like I don't have to have outside validation, Uh but sometimes if you're scared or nervous, it seems like you're getting confirmation from outside yourself. But all that's happening when you do see that flamingo is that you're manifesting it to show up because it's actually something you really want anyway. So it's just kind of like... Sometimes you just don't know. I know. Like that you want something as bad as you do. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, we talked about that even with um, Lauren about kind of aligning with your desires. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, being okay with wanting something and kind of calling that in or making that decision because it doesn't always seem logical, but you know, like that and what your true desires are. Exactly. So, um, you know, so take it kind of as is you can continue. I know tons of people, very like, you know, popular spiritual thought leaders and coaches and, you know, all sorts of healers and all of that who a hundred percent like buy into, you know, looking for signs, asking for signs, doing all of that. I don't think anything's wrong with that. For me personally, I just want to take my power and like, it's something I work on consistently. Like I'm, you know, kind of, I've been thinking about what goals I'm setting for or intentions I'm setting for the solstice. And there was, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, I want this and making business goals. And I'm like, why do I want that? And I'm like, because I do like, because that's what I want. Like, mm-hmm. period. Like, that's you what I don't I'm, have to justify. Yeah. It. And so I could be like, oh, is this a goal for me? Is this whatever? And just stepping into a power of being like, I get to decide this just like I can decide if I go to a restaurant. Like, yes, I want, you know, the vegan burger. Like, I don't have to be like, well, why don't I want it? Why? I just make the decision. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just easy enough. And that's where I'm trying to like work on stepping into more of my power, I guess. So that was kind of a tangent for all of you guys, but clearly that's what I'm working through right now. Um, but yeah, anything else, Dad? I don't think so. No, I, I word vomited enough. So, okay. I touched on the reticular activating system and Aaron actually brought up a good example of it with the car. So the reticular activating system is actually something that your brain um, functions and has hardwired into it. So for example, let's say you go out and buy a, I don't know. Volkswagen Atlas. Yeah, there we go. Volkswagen Atlas. Um, I was like, I don't know what car. Um, And you kind of like didn't ever notice them in town. You never saw them around. Um, But you buy your car. It obviously brings kind of feelings of, excuse me, of gratefulness, excitement. And your body registers, oh, these Volkswagen Atlas 
it, it like makes her happy. Yeah. And it will then start to feed you information that it thinks will make you happy, a.k.a. seeing more Volkswagen Atlases mm-hmm. or... Or more Volkswagens in general. Yeah. Like, I was the first person in Winfield to have an Atlas, mm-hmm. but... And I don't anymore now. I have a different car, but... Um, Literally, every time I would see, like, after I started driving mine around, I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so many more Volkswagens <laughs> in town than I thought there were. Yeah. And then when I saw, like, the first other person an driving Atlas. an Atlas, I was like, what? <laughs> like, How's that I was just like, yeah. okay, how long? And then they had, like, a, a new car tag or whatever on it. But I was just like, how long has this car been driving around? I haven't known about it. And then I was like, oh, it must be new. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, every little thing stood out. Yeah. Because it was, because it was in, yeah, already and, in my head. Yeah. And that plays out and not just like something like a vehicle. It can play out like if something exciting is happening. So let's say you're trying to call in more opportunities. So, um, you know, maybe you get an offer, you know, you're an artist and you get an offer to, you know, hang a portrait at a gallery and you are constantly working on calling in more opportunities. And then you see a flyer at Starbucks for an exhibition that you can submit to. And then there's an online contest that you're allowed to submit your print to. Those types of things have always been there. But it's the fact that you opened up and that very first one excites you to kind of open you up to the opportunities. Because again... It knows what's making you feel good, what's bringing you joy, what's bringing you happiness. And your ego, your brain, its whole job is to keep you happy and comfortable. Mm -hmm. And happy may be pushing it, but it's trying to keep you in a state of like not being in fear, not being in scarcity. Because it it doesn't want to have you like outside of like anything new or weird could be kind of scary for it. And so if it feels like, oh yeah, they're happy about that, that's bringing them, you know, joy we're gonna show that to you it's just kind of like training your gatekeeper of your mind to be like yeah this information gets to actually start coming in I'm gonna open the door for it to keep coming in Mm -hmm. and it can work in signs from the universe so flamingos numbers animals a plant that you love a flower you know anything songs insects It, it can happen in any way and once you kind of start that kind of you know, kind of um, repetition for your brain to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I like this. It will then let that information filter in. It's always been there. You just haven't been aware of it. Well, and do you think that it correlates with, like, what you attract also? So, like, I mean, obviously our bodies, it's crazy that our minds can do these things mm-hmm. and that, like, that's just how humans are programmed But obviously, we have our physical body and then we have our spiritual body. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're connected. Mm -hmm. So, if our mind is doing this and we can program our subconscious to work this way, or if our subconscious is programmed already to work this way, you don't have to do it, then... It go to me. It goes right along with um, like the law of attraction and you know like all of these universal laws that are like the spiritual side of that or the spiritual like ripple of that or you know something. So when you do open yourself up to something and you're setting an intention, then 
your brain is doing what it's hardwired to do and your subconscious is at work, obviously, and it's going to open your eyes to these things, but you're also like attracting, Mm -hmm. you know, you're like heightening your vibration and attracting these good things that you want and these opportunities that you're looking for. And it's so cool how like both sides are so connected Mm -hmm. and that like science, we only talk about this one part of it, but there's all of this spiritual stuff that goes along with it. And it's like, Obviously, humans are so spiritual and like it doesn't get recognized enough. No, I agree. But every little thing, I mean, just like that, the way that our brains work. Yeah, I I love the, you know, the, the shorthand for reticular activating system is RAS. And um, I love it for the fact that, like I said, the universe is always looking for the easiest way to give you something. Mm-hmm. And... When let's say you're you're manifesting um, a new job and it, whatever that is, whatever you decide to call in, and you're working at it, you've journaled on limiting beliefs, you've applied for some jobs, you're kind of like in that energy, and all of a sudden, your best friend who wasn't looking for a job ends up getting like a new job, and maybe it's even really close to like the job that you want. And at first, your first thought may be like how the hell did she get that? That's what I'm trying to work on. That's literally the RAS kicking in to show you like, hey, this is possible. This is out here. Quit like, you know, like blocking it, kind of open up and release that filter that's stopping you from getting what you want. Like it's trying to show up in your life. And because like you're working on attracting it, it's coming into your aura, but your best friend has no qualms about getting a new job or having an issue finding job and a job. It's coming in to her, you know, her field very easily. And I, I love that. I know it can be frustrating when somebody is, calling in something that ends up showing up in somebody else's like field or aura or you see everyone around you getting new jobs but you haven't gotten one yet Mm -hmm. it's not because you can't it's because that filter is still there that's stopping it from coming into your field so using that as evidence that it's possible for you will kind of let that last little like you know um filter fall away so that it can come into your life the universe doesn't want to like work any harder than it has to it's responding to the energy that you have and because your best friend in this example has no kind of limiting belief behind it or no filter set in place that's not possible for her it comes in that energy is there for you too it can come in just as quickly and easily as it can for her you just kind of have to let that go and so recognizing when people in your life end up getting jobs while you're looking for it that means it's right there around the corner for you. Just let it come to you. Just let it come in. Yeah. Well, and if somebody that's unintentionally attracting something like that, mm-hmm. that's like, I mean, it's a big deal to you. Yeah. So if somebody who's totally like oblivious to their vibration or their energy bringing something like this in, or say they're not even trying to manifest a new mm-hmm. job, it just like works out, you know, mm-hmm. then... Think about how much more you can do by intentionally doing that. Like, in a way, it almost feels like, damn, like, the knowledge of of all of these things. Like, of trying to intentionally manifest and knowing that my vibration affects it. And, I mean, like, you, you are so intentional about, like, manifesting success and, you know, like, you have these goals. But it, in a way, it can feel like, well, geez, I'm trying so hard. 
but it almost makes it easier for you to block yourself yeah, from oh, yeah. getting those things because you over you can overanalyze yeah, sometimes. For sure. I I mean for sure. It's that's definitely a thing. I mean So when, it can be negative, like in a way if you if you let it get I, I guess if you let your knowledge like block you yeah. or the logic block you. Um but if you harness it in a positive oh, you know an and, way. and really like mm-hmm. work through and realize what those things that are filtering or blocking or, you know, whatever, then it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yep. No, I completely agree. I, I mean, it's definitely something that, like I said, like in this example with the friend and the job that your friend has no like kind of limiting belief that's stopping it. If you're like, sometimes, you know, it's one of those things that like, something that I feel like I struggled with for a long time and I've kind of figured out and I'm getting into my flow. I haven't really like taught on it or taught like my coaching clients on it yet because I haven't, I don't feel like I've mastered it just yet, Uh um, is money. So I, for the longest time, like I could call in random stuff. Like I was like, Oh, I'm going to make six figures by the time or a hundred thousand dollars by the time I'm 30 and four months before I turn 30, not even looking for a job, not even like, I think I made that comment when I was 26 and, um, to my boss when I got a promotion and, uh, anyways, I, at the current job, I wasn't making that. I was making $65,000 a year. And uh, like I said, not looking for it. Somebody reached out to me and was like, Hey, I have this job. And I'm like, well, I actually, I'm kind of happy here, but you know, I mean, I guess the only thing that would, I'd be interested in is if it was more money, I got a $35,000 raise. And it, yeah, I mean, money doesn't necessarily make you happy because recruiting in general was not where I wanted to be, but it, if you you were doing the same job or something similar, then yeah, you might as well be getting paid, you know, whatever. And that's been a whole journey. But after that, it was just like, okay, so how, how do I call in more, more money? And I hadn't expanded like to get beyond that, like kind of six figure thing and ended up having to like take a pay cut after I got fired from that job and because I wasn't happy. So I wasn't enjoying it and it, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, but over the last, I've done a lot of money mindset and like little things have just started to like pop up where I kind of don't even have to think about calling in the money. Like Laura asking me to help out on these retreats and like getting paid for them or, Levi's company selling that we weren't even like didn't think it was going to happen for years and like getting a lump sum of money from that having like now I can kind of be like well it'd be really cool to like make x amount of dollars at the boutique online today because like the last two days have been slow and I'll like be sitting there and I'll get notifications from my app that like three orders have been placed and we sold out of this crystal and I'm just like what like and now it's just (laughs) kind of happening where I don't have to like, I don't know, think about it. Like, it doesn't have to be so hard. Yeah, it doesn't. Or like with Monet, like I'll be sitting there and I'll just happen to log into my back office and I'm like, who placed an order for $250? Like they didn't tell me, they didn't even reach out. They just got on and placed the order themselves. And I'm like, I I say it like blows my mind because like I said, I haven't fully like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel fully mastered in it, but but maybe this that's is the just least in your amount head. of work that I've ever had to put into it. Yeah. And it just kind of like happens. Um, you know, I feel like I can call in other things 
no problem, like no issue. You know, we've talked about like manifesting friends or like whatever. There was no like hard to it and getting to that point of like, okay, yes, this is what I want to call in and letting go of that. So for me, for example, like 2021 (laughs) is about success for me. And Uh my two words are elevating and thriving. So I want to get to that next level and thrive at it without like extra hard work, without like grinding myself down and like, you know, kind of burning out. And those are what I'm going on and really understanding like flow and play and rest and like, ease is a part of that so Mm -hmm. I don't we just like completely got off on a whole other now we're talking (laughs) about manifesting (laughs) that's literally what we end up doing so anyways um I will be looking for other things like reminders and my you know reticular activating system I need to find others who um can have called in success without like making it hard, I guess, is what, what I'm going to be looking for. Like looking Mm -hmm. for those examples and the signs that point me to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that is funny. I didn't even realize that said reticular activating system. It says using that to manifest. I didn't even, (laughs) hadn't even seen that. So in your brain, I know it was, I mean, I've obviously seen it. I wrote it down, but I didn't, whatever. So, um, okay. Now let's get on to why we're here now. Yeah, why we're here, angel numbers. And angel numbers and repeating numbers, it just kind of depends on who you're reading from or what you're looking at. Um, Angel numbers are usually like multiples of three or more numbers in Mm -hmm. a row. Like you can just have an individual number and it can be an angel number, but a lot of times if you look it up, it's going to be like 777. 333111 or more. So, you know, multiples of those numbers in a row. And, um, you know, we both talked about how numbers are something that show up. And it doesn't have to be, again, you can call it in, but I kind of just will see numbers. Like today I was on at the gym and I was on the um, stair climber and I like got to like two minutes and 22 seconds and just happened to look down. And what I like to use that for is, number one, it just makes me smile. I'm like, ooh, like it's a little like Mm -hmm. wink from the universe. Like, have a good day. (laughs) You're doing great. Um, But I also a lot of times will wonder or like I'll try to think of what I was thinking about before I saw that number because Uh it's kind of like, hey, hey, what you're thinking about, what you're you're talking about. Yeah, you're on the right path. Like, yes, what you just said is totally true for yourself or whatever that is. Or like what you're doing even, you know. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's how I like to use angel numbers. Um, I did, well, before I I read those numbers, do you use them in a different way or how do you kind of? Um, no. So I, I, I guess it's kind of the same for me. I, I don't have like, oh, if I see repeating twos, then it means this This. certain thing. Uh Or if I see, you know, pretty much it's really weird. Like, obviously there are so many times, like the clock says so many different things throughout the day, Mm -hmm. but just about every time I look at the clock, I feel like it says 11, 11 Mm -hmm. and like, it's super weird. Yeah. Literally every day. Yeah. And um, so, no, but I, I do. I just think that, like, when I see repeating numbers, to me, it's like either I'm on the right path or, like, I'm, I don't know, just kind of a reminder that magic is, like, all around us, you yeah. know? And that yeah. 
it de- like you said it depends on what I'm what I'm doing or like what I've been thinking about or you know and I kind of interpret it differently yeah so. yeah um so in case you are either newer to it or um just want to hear it um there's you can look up these numbers and everyone will kind of have a different spin on the numbers per se but a lot of them have overlapping kind of themes so Mm -hmm. um I'll go through just really quick numbers one through nine and just you know if you see like multiples of those numbers repeating numbers one 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 you know seven 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 whatever it is you know those can you can kind of take this or leave it like we said I don't necessarily always like associate them to mean a specific message it's more so just like your personal cheerleader being like yeah you got this go for it whatever idea you just had popped in your head that's great like oh you're in a really good mood keep it up stay in that kind of high vibe frequency whatever that is Mm -hmm. is kind of how I take it um and so because I notice if I'm in like a shitty mood or Mm -hmm. like a low, like yesterday morning while I was kind of hungover, I was kind of like, blah, you know, whatever. I didn't really see anything that was inspiring me. I didn't see any repeating numbers. And then I got up, I showered, I ate a good meal, like drank a bunch of water. I started reading this money mindset book. And then I felt like I started like seeing my numbers. I started being inspired and feeling better. And that's kind of sometimes how I take it too. Like when I'm kind of like in that low vibrational energy, the universe isn't speaking to me as much because it's not trying to encourage me to stay in that energy. It wants, you know, to reward kind of that higher vibe in my, at uh-huh. least in my Or eyes. you're just more in tune yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay, so ones. Um, this is from Girl in Her Moon. So she wrote these up. So it's um, her blog. Oh, her stuff is so good. It is, yeah. So check her out. But I wanted to give her credit because I'm reading from um, some of her her. Um, notes but it says ones are your divine creator and the universe is here to remind you of your power your divinity your infinite worth and your independence twos are life is asking you to sit in faith and trust you have desired oh and trust you have desired you have asked you are ready to expand now allow yourself to receive and i know a lot of people talk about like um Who's a feminine. Yeah, and it's a don't worry energy. It's kind of like like this one says, like you've already asked for it, like uh-huh. let it come to you, which is probably why I need to see some twos. Um, That's funny too, though, that it's like a sacred feminine number yeah. and feminine's your receiving side. Mm-hmm. So yeah, love that. Yeah. Threes, let life flow through you. Your entire spiritual team is surrounding you, so proud of you, ready to assist you. You're at your creative, intuitive peak follow your inner guidance. And I always love threes mean like your, like it said, your spiritual team is surrounding you. They're kind of like Mm -hmm. really stepping up for you. And then fours, which are one of my lucky numbers, the 44, it says a reminder of the support and guidance from the angelic realm, a spark of motivation to continue with what you're moving through. You're setting the foundations for your dreams to reach you. So while three is like your whole spiritual guide team, which Maybe sometime we should do a like breakdown of like guides and ancestors and teachers and all of that. But mm-hmm. four is like your think of it like your guardian angel is kind of on your shoulder, like there to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, five, which is one of my favorites, is change, transformation, and new beginnings. 
A shift is on its way. Keep sitting in trust. Let yourself get excited. Something beautiful is coming. So um, that one is always just about change for me, and your girl loves some change. So (laughs) I'm excited about new stuff, so that one always excites me. I know that that actually stresses a lot of people out. But um, Okay, so six, or 666, like we talked about. It says nurture yourself. Take some time for yourself. For self-love, healing, silence, space, take some time to thank yourself for all that you're doing. This is where balance will find its way back into your life. So harmony, Mm -hmm. that equilibrium that we talked about, definitely not a negative number. (laughs) Well, and okay, so that totally, like, I just had a little... Drop in. Drop, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so obviously 666 is, like we said earlier, correlated with satan or lucifer or whatever and and is given such a negative connotation so obviously lucifer was the most selfish angel Mm -hmm. and he worshiped himself or you know and it's so frustrating because now that i have like done some healing and that i'm so much more aware of like the bounds that are put on us by society and how especially as women I mean obviously or not that I know of anyway how does anybody really know if Lucifer was a woman or not um (laughs) I mean men are probably more selfish than we are so (laughs) so it's probably a guy but just it's it's turned into this thing actually that's the really that's one funny thing to me too so if Lucifer was a male angel or like everyone says or like just there's that thing that like he's a guy or mm-hmm. you know assumes then he for sure why are women and anything that we like want to do or in self-indulge or like self-care and like just going after what pleases us mm-hmm. that's so much more wrong than men doing that yeah but like there's but satan's the bad guy you know <laughs> what i mean uh-huh. so it's funny that the number 6 and 666 represents, like, indulgence, kind of, mm-hmm. and, like, worrying about or thinking about what you truly want and your desires and things like that. And if we can just really start to think about how that's not wrong and that, that like, stereotype that it's been put on or that has been put on us even to make us subconsciously, subconsciously feel like, going after your desires is wrong or really thinking about like what you personally want Mm -hmm. deep down and not giving a shit what anybody else thinks about it. Like it's so, it's so powerful. And like, it does make you think about all of these things in a different way. Well, I mean, if you look at the literal, like any kind of Christian religion is built off the original sin which was a woman going after something something she desired an apple and basically turning the garden of eden into like this like lust filled like oh my gosh you can see me naked now right like, well and not even just that's an apple. the original sin is going after your desires well okay and even going a little bit further because i've worked this out in my head so many times <laughs> but for a woman or just a person, I mean, regardless, but especially, it's, it's obviously important to us, for a woman to want sacred, higher, infinite knowledge, 
And just like just to be able to know more and to know like where she came from, maybe like what God really is or wanting to be more like God or more, which is totally naturally like human nature. Mm-hmm. How is that wrong? And I mean, obviously, we're not going to get into like a super in-depth, like <laughs> spiritual religious breakdown, yeah. Christian views or beliefs or whatever. But it's funny because there are ancient cultures that actually like a serpent is their representation of like all encompassing knowledge, like that higher knowledge, that, higher power that, that mm-hmm. God, you know, like that an omniscient like figure or God has and that's what they worship. So it's really funny that Christian the Christian belief is that that serpent was a bad guy or whatever, and that he represents this knowledge and he had to like coax Eve into wanting this and that it was this thing that she was supposed to like stay away from and hide away from, but Mm -hmm. she went after it anyway. And then she ruined everything. And it's like, no, maybe like, maybe that wasn't the fall. Maybe that was like something falling away from her eyes and being like, oh no, like I want to know more. Like I want Mm -hmm. to I want to be more like God. I want to be more like what, like where we came from. And it's just so crazy. Like it blows my mind, my biggest thing, and it'll be coming up with everyone going to like Christmas Eve services. I'm sure. Um, is that God was able to choose Mary as the one, Mm -hmm. but she had to be a virgin. She couldn't have been like had, had have sex or anything of that nature. She was chosen to carry Jesus, to raise Jesus, to Mm -hmm. therefore mentor, teach, you know, give Jesus everything that she could. But yet women weren't allowed to have any sort of like station or power within the church. Like literal like maybe Jesus. we're really missing the whole fucking point <laughs> yeah. like maybe the translations aren't perfect yeah. and this ancient 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 language that we just assume that we understand uh-huh. but can't possibly truly understand yeah. i mean the people that actually do know what they're talking about and can interpret ancient texts and things like that they have said that we have a lot of the words wrong and a lot of the phrasing wrong and stuff like that so we i mean again this did not intentionally start (laughs) as an attack on like religious beliefs or views but maybe we have it a little bit wrong and i just don't understand how knowledge and wanting to know more and be more and chase after where we came from and Mm -hmm. that like those traits that obviously come from wherever we like started and like the universe kind of started that's in us for a reason yeah and it just blows my mind that everybody forever since the beginning of time has been like no that's not right no that's not right especially women like keep them in a smaller box because they are way too powerful like exactly yeah so oh yeah, I don't. No. Even, I don't even know how to close yeah. on that one. But. Just, just think about if there is something that comes up that's causing you any kind of guilt around desiring something. I want you to, you know, I think religion has 
It's done that to us. It has done that. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, deciding to be religious. I, you know, it's not not necessarily for me or for us, but. I mean, I feel like I'm very like, I don't know if I would say religious. I don't like that word, but but I'm very, I, I have a lot of faith faith, and I'm very spiritual and. Well, and I def- is, most yeah. definitely, you know, believe in God and things like that. And I, I even believe in Jesus, maybe not the same way as everybody else does, but, or as a lot of people do. What, what I was getting at was just like, if there's something that doesn't make you feel good or that doesn't line up with your, your beliefs and what you want in life, I want you to kind of, um, do the research for yourself to find out like, all the the Bible is a book written by man, and if you are to believe that man is, you know, wise, and, well, not even wise, I mean, but if they're able to and, sin and then be forgiven and to not be perfect, and that you know that I mean that's part of the whole rhetoric is that you're not perfect, but thanks to Jesus, you're able to be forgiven. Man mm. isn't perfect. Please take with what you, you know, what you read with a grain of salt to then do the research that can kind of fully back that up for you. I'm not saying that you have to like get not rid of the whole, anything that you, yeah. yeah, the whole shebang, like you, you know, every, each their own, whatever makes you feel empowered. But if there's something that's not making you feel good or empowered or loved or worthy. And it just doesn't there's line something up with, not right yeah. with that. Like, yeah. So find something that feels right for you and, you know look into it. Um, I think, um, Lauren even brought up the Magdalene, Mary Magdalene manuscript, right? The, yeah. Um, so look that up, see about they, women. They in the got Bible. left out of the Bible. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. There's just so much more. And if you let, I mean, this is just a perfect example. And there are so many other yes. things and ways that it's been done to humanity, but yeah, the Bible, like the Christian typical like standard Bible there's so much that was left out and like who says that even with the very 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 best intentions yeah that a man or that a human could just like write all the right things and pick all the right pieces to put into it like there's no possible way to to even like find every single manuscript and every single, you know, and put it together in a Bible. Imagine how big the Bible would be if that's what they did. So obviously like these people felt like they could pick and choose and maybe they, you know, were trying to be as divinely led as they felt like they could be or something like that. But I mean, humanity has always had a, has been flawed by, by thinking that we always know exactly what, what there is and that we have all the right answers and we never will. And you can have good intention and it doesn't mean that it comes out perfectly. Right. So and it sure as hell shouldn't be yeah. written in stone and it sure yeah. as hell shouldn't be the law and it shouldn't be life and death and it shouldn't feel wrong Yeah, in any way. I completely agree. So, um, you know, just think about that, you know, after this will come out after Christmas, but you know, think about if you were as a woman, Mary was entrusted to, raise the son of god a woman was entrusted the to savior raise, of our or, universe <laughs> yeah, to carry him and to bring him into this world you sure as hell can go after and you are way more powerful than you give yourself credit so for sure 
Anyways, now that we um, took you down <laughs> another rabbit hole, let's get back to our numbers. Hey, so we got to go where we important. feel led, yeah, right? <laughs> some, that, that message was divinely guided for somebody, and maybe it's just for ourselves, but it, it's, I'm sure it will resonate with a lot of people. Yeah. So, Okay, sevens. It says, you have the wisdom of lifetimes within you, the wisdom of ancient truths and everything you need for the journey you are on. Take some time to yourself. Restore yourself with your own solitude. It is here in the quiet that you will find the wisdom within. Okay, eights are, you are embodying the energy of abundance. You are embodying your truth of limitless power or limitless and powerful creative abilities. You're attracting all that you're seeking. Powerful manifester. Love that one. (laughs) Okay, and then nines. It says your awareness is expanding and your compassion and compassion is deepening. To take this awareness and compassion and turn it inward to release all that isn't love thoughts, beliefs, and energies. And then zeros aren't on here, but I always take zeros as kind of like a fresh start, a clean slate, kind of like Mm -hmm. whatever you want kind of moving forward. So yeah, yeah. Um, we've kind of rambled on about numbers, but I love numbers. I love seeing them. You can see them in phone numbers and license plates and barcodes and on the clock. Yeah. On the clock everywhere. Like, I mean, that's, what's great about numbers is that they are everywhere. So Um, okay. So next is animal spirits and animal guides. And this will kind of keep short because we're not going to go into every kind of like animal under the sun. Yeah. But, um, something I want to preface this with is I have seen and, you know, read, I love animal guides. And as I've like do my own research for things that I come across, something that I am sensitive to and understanding for, you know, other cultures is, using the word animal guides and animal spirits versus spirit animals. And, you know, I won't go super into it, but with Native Americans and indigenous cultures, they actually have a full-blown, you know, like journey, ceremony that you go through to get your spirit animal. So who they feel is guiding the individual. And, you definitely, I, you know, I've, I know other people who have sat in ceremony with Native Americans to get their spirit animal, but something to be sensitive of is it's not necessarily a spirit animal in that sense because that is something they came about with, a tradition that they've had for, you know, generations and hundreds of years. Um, so really try to, you know, use the word animal guides, animal spirits, animal symbolism. I try, you know, to, if somebody says that to kind of like point it out, but it's just something to be aware of. So when I say animal spirits and guides, that's what I'm talking about. So, um, okay. Now on to why I love them. Obviously we live in a small town. We live on 20 acres. So we have a lot of wildlife around us and, you know, depending on the season and the time of year, you can kind of like see all different kinds and it's just kind of funny the animals that you see at certain points. Um, you know, we have a lot of like, um, like for instance, in November, we always see a ton of turkeys and turkeys I know are obviously what people eat at Thanksgiving, which is a whole nother, whole other thing for me. But it's funny that at that time of year, when we're feeling grateful for a harvest and an abundance of food, turkeys symbolize Abundance, Abundance, like, or, um, in the spring rabbits can also symbolize abundance because 
they are multiplying at Mm -hmm. rapid numbers. So it's just like, you know, spring is a very big time of growth and new and, you know, things coming out of the ground and that fertile that like lifetime is kind of coming into fruition. So you can kind of go on any animal that you see. And I don't mean it has to be like, like if I see an animal like the other day, um, we were driving to the gym and it was dark out on our gravel road and we turned the corner like down the street or down the road and there was like a field mouse that ran across the road. Like, so when I got home, I looked up what like a mouse means or a field mouse and kind of it's, you know, creativity and kind of working behind the scenes when you don't even know something's happening. So it was just kind of, you know, something I was working on in my and something I was doing for Monet, like coming together with this little project I was doing. So they always just seem to resonate with me so well. Mm-hmm. So I love animals. Like if I see one and we're driving, like I'll immediately Google it. If I like hear like a cool fact about an animal, I'm like, that's really strange. Like, and I'll look up the animal. So you can go into Google or Pinterest and type, you know, like frog animal symbolism or, um, you know, squirrel animal guide or mm-hmm. anything like that. And you'll can kind of find, um, anything under the sun, any animal for that matter, down to insects. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a spiritual symbol for pretty much anything mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like you can take, um, say an animal, like elephants have always been significant for me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously they have certain characteristics that like stand out and that people typically like oh, that reminds me of an elephant because they're, like, big, gentle, you know, like, strong animals. But when – so I don't know that I really have ever Googled, like, what the spiritual symbolism is for an elephant. But Mm -hmm. to me, like, I know what it means Mm -hmm. to myself. So when I see something that has an elephant on it or anything like that, then it always, like – it's like a little link from yeah, the Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Hey, like, you. it's meaningful yeah. to me. So you can definitely, I look, like, obviously, I Google crystals or crystal, you know, anything like that. If I see one that I don't recognize or just whatever. Um, so you can do that with mm-hmm. the animals. But if there is, like, an animal that's been significant to you, then whatever that meaning is and whatever that special, like, thing is you can keep it that way and Mm -hmm. it can just be like an intention for you and a reminder or yeah like a wink from the universe Mm -hmm. or something that makes you feel like on track or like protected motivated or yeah safe Mm -hmm. or something like that so I love it and you can do that with I mean numbers too yeah that was actually that you cued it up nicely that was the next um, (laughs) piece was just that you can you can choose your own sign your own like animal guide your own kind of number angel number whatever that is you can choose it like I said nobody told me flamingos meant anything to anyone (laughs) I just really like flamingos they make me happy like it's just like I feel connected to them they're kind of weird creatures with long legs like that's just how (laughs) I see myself like this little weirdo like running around and I say weirdo in the term of endearment I love being weird so um but you can choose whatever you want. Like we said, Erin said 11 was her number and she has no idea why. It was just a friend was like, yeah, you got to pick one. She's like, yeah, I'll take that. And it just kind of locked in place. It's probably the same for me in with eights and 44. Like uh-huh. it will just kind of like. It feels right. Yeah. And it, and it works. Yeah, yeah. So you can choose like, it doesn't have to be, you know, maybe meditate on something or like, you know, um, 
there's animal guide or animal spirit oracle decks. You can kind of do that. Um, it doesn't matter. Like the other day I watched, a, um, there's this woman on YouTube. She does like pick a cards for all different kinds uh-huh. of things and like does hor- horoscope stuff. And her name's, um, or the YouTube channel is the Con- conscious evolution. And, um, it was like for 2021, and she had an animal oracle deck, and for each like pile, it was like pick a card, and you could kind of get a little generic. I don't, I say little. She does like forty five minute ones, so they're a long time. But in the Aries one, she picked a an animal guide, and it was a rabbit. And I just was like, and she was like twenty twenty one. Whenever you see a rabbit, whenever one's around, like it just felt like a message from the universe. And I decided to you know like use that as my elevate and thrive for 2021 when I see that I'm going to feel like it's a like nod that's your from symbol. the universe. Yeah. yeah not that I have to look for rabbits for any confirmation but just like oh hey like a rabbit ran across the road like uh-huh. perfect which one did this morning and I was like yeah I see you 2021 coming in hot on December 21st <laughs> so um it just felt good so when I see that I'm going to be happy about it yeah yeah that's fun yeah so did you want to touch on anything else um, now I feel like we kind of got into, I mean, it always ends up being that way. How yeah. It turned, I had other notes that I, I yeah, um, we, I think at some point we will do a, um, maybe an episode on numerology because that actually does have some specific information behind it. But, um, one of the things Aaron found was how numbers can kind of play out in, different cultures and around the world. Yeah, well, just how different... Well, there's so many different cultures that use, like, that recognize numbers or that, you know, all of the certain numbers are significant. So, like, Brittany read 1 through 9. Those numbers can have different representations or, like, a little bit different interpretations. I feel like all the different ones I read, um, I read some that were, like, ancient um, Indian, like, Middle Eastern Indian culture views on it um there are some like ancient chinese and stuff like that and they all kind of go hand in hand or like i mean they don't like i don't know conflict at all yeah but um the interpretation is a little bit different and it's really cool so if you have like your life path number Mm -hmm. that's something that we didn't really talk about but it can be calculated by your date of birth so say my birthday is August 23rd, you take the day or the month, the day, and then you add the year to it and you break it down like into the simplest numbers. Have you done that before? Yeah. So mine is April 13th, 1986. And my life path number is a five, which as I said, in a life path number, it means like change, excitement, uh-huh. That's travel. That's funny. It and as I hit on five, like just in general, that is also what it means yes. just kind of out in the world. So, so yeah. it's funny because my life path number is six. Ooh. And, um, Double worshiper. I guess so. I <laughs> Just, I, whatever. <laughs> but, I, I, which is funny because I don't really feel like a super, I, I guess it just depends, but like super self-indulgent maybe. Well, I don't know what a life But I do feel very means. like in tune. So six is the, like the nurturer kind of like I mean it go it definitely I feel like goes along more with like a Virgo, mm-hmm. which makes sense. But just like that, I always feel like half of it completely resonates and mm-hmm. half of it's like 
I don't know. Like I always feel split in half, kind yeah. of. Yeah. So um, it's funny, but I should I should have pulled it up and I could have read it. But anyway, so you can add up, take your birthday, Google um, how to There's like find your life path there. number. Yeah, yeah, they'll calculate it for mm-hmm. you. It's super simple addition, so you definitely can do it if you want to on your own. But um, yeah, as soon as you Google it, it'll pop up. You can type in your birthday and it'll help you figure out what your life path number is. And it just, I mean, I did it for me and for Jacob and it was pretty on target. Like for him, it was super on target. And for me, I was like, oh yeah, that definitely sounds like me. And then there were just a couple little things that I was like, oh, maybe not. But your life obviously like affects certain characteristics Mm -hmm. that you like maybe embody or like push away from a little bit. So I think that has a lot to do with it too for me. Yeah, no, and there's also even, like, uh, again, we need to probably find a numerologist to come on because they'll go through more information. So you can have, like, your life path number, which means, like, that's the overarching theme of your entire life, but you have a year number as well. So for example, you take your day, the, or the month and the day, and then the actual year that it is. So, um, you know, for next year, it'll be my, mine would be four thirteen twenty twenty one, 2021. And you'll add those up and you come up with that number and you can look up your year number and it will kind of have an overarching theme for your um for the coming for year. the coming year okay and i haven't done that one i think what so what would mine be this year four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve so three because you break it down to mm-hmm. the lowest number so mine would have been 12 breaking down broken down to three which is about kind of like hard work and setting foundations yeah. and then i think next year i think i'm so what would it be four Thirteen, it'd be a four. So I guess it goes, it adds one maybe every year. Okay. Um. So four is like about growth and expansion and kind of you know um, being supported and I'm you know that feels like very strong after like kind of the year that we've had and like setting stuff up that I've been doing the last few months to kind of carry over into 2021. So, um, you can break it down, which I think is really kind of cool, and it always seems. Well, and trusting, yeah, letting go and trusting is kind of what four means too. Yeah, and then even because you, I mean, you kind of talked about like, yeah, like just like obviously achieving and success and going after your goals, but the biggest thing that you need to work on is just letting it happen. Yeah, being supported and just being okay with that. So this is the year. Um, And then lastly, even if you don't like go into individual, you can kind of look at it as a collective. So Mm -hmm. um, like next year for the collective would just be the year 2021, which would be a five. So the two plus two plus one and five is all about change, new direction, new Which totally goes along with like all of that. The beginning of the new age and yeah. I mean it's the crazy age of Aquarius is all up. about yes if you guys don't know I mean I know we've talked about it a little bit and you should definitely look into it more because it's so crazy and so true and so like fascinating just in general but the, this new age like in the age of Aquarius that you hear people talking about is like an awakening basically and I just think that it's exactly where our culture is at mm-hmm. right now where our young people are at where parents and old people that lived in this like world are finally like opening their eyes a little bit and and change is happening and 
it's just so cool and so crazy. Yeah, so. it's amazing how it lines up, and I'm super excited. I think it's been a long time coming. I think, you know, the year that we had set us up for the year that we're going into. It broke down things. It showed, you know, put a light on things that maybe as a collective we weren't seeing or we weren't taking action on. Um, and it's kind of like, demolished that to then like what the rocks and the like crap that broke down will now be the foundation for what we build starting now you know so it's kind of exciting and new things and again your girl loves change so a five year seems right up my alley so I think (laughs) I'll be here for it I read that the last time this like particular um like lunar event or not lunar but cosmic event happened Mm -hmm. was 1623 Hmm. and that was like a huge year too I guess so get excited guys change is not bad it can be exciting it can bring new things new friendships new opportunities more money better health like it it doesn't have to be scary. Even if you're happy with where you're at, you can expand and grow into so much more. So, um, yeah, I think that this actually ended up being well to end it for, cause you'll hear this right before the new year. So well, get excited and look that, into it. Maybe yeah. that's why we kept getting these little yeah. like, Oh, you have to say this. Yeah. Yeah. It's new energy, new stuff coming out. So check it out and look up your, you know, or your animal, your um, life path numbers or anything like that. Pick out a sign, do some of that stuff. Let this be the start of your like new journey, kind Mm -hmm. of like finding yourself a little bit more and seeking more knowledge and just like more, more, more out of the next year and just, I don't know, like finding out who you are and tapping into your power. I mean, that's why we're here because we want you to tap into your power and exactly and we're doing it right along with you yes and we opened it up and i let you know like what i'm working on and all of that fun stuff so we're right there with you in it but other than that we love you guys i know it's going to be like a crazy energetic time and things may shift quickly so if we can help you in any way or you have questions feel free to reach out and let us know if you've seen any numbers or animal guides popping up that you know resonate with you definitely All right. Bye, guys. Happy New Year. Yes. Thanks for joining us this week on the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. If you liked this episode, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. After all, like energy attracts like energy, so keep the good vibes coming. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.